0: You're listening to Car Seat Questions, a podcast for parents of curious kids. I'm Lauren.
1: And I'm Eddie. And if you're anything like us, you either have a kid or you care for a kid with questions. Questions about all sorts of things. So
0: for the next half hour, hop into the passenger seat, buckle your belt, and become childlike with us as the Lord takes us where he wants us to go.
1: Enjoy the show.
0: Welcome everyone to this week's episode of car seat questions. Thank you so much for joining us. We are joined by Trillia Newbell Trillia Thanks so much for
2: joining us. Thanks for having me
0: Yeah, we're excited to have you you So we know you personally from work and working together, but the listeners might not so can you share with us a little bit about you Your family what you do what's going on in your life?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I am Gosh, my family—that's a lot. Let's see, where should I start? <laughs> I am—I've been married for twenty years, which is a blessing to Thern, and I have a two teenagers—a seventeen-year-old. I'm not really sure when this will come out, and a pro- probably fourteen-year-old by the time you all hear me. And <laughs> it is just a delight. I would love to uh, change the. um stigma of teens. I love it. I love mm. them. I love it. Mm. Um, And then I do a lot of writing and speaking. And so if your listeners know me, they will know me from that way. They will not know me as a Moody employee because most people don't uh, actually know <laughs> that or think of that as when they think Surprise. of me. So I... <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. And so I have a, the joy of writing Um kids' books and Bible studies and all sorts of other uh, resources for various publishers and including Moody Publishers, which is a blast and a joy. And then I do work for Moody as the acquisitions director.
0: Yes. You wrote a book called Creative God, Colorful Us that centers on the idea that God's gospel unites us and helps us to love one another. Why did you write this book and why did you write it for kids?
2: Yeah so I have re- I wrote a book called God's Very Good Idea and that is a book that has it's been just so sweet to see the the response to that book and mm-hmm. God's Very Good Idea is for a younger audience it's for the kind of 3 to 6 year old even though I have gotten mm-hmm. pictures of college kids who are not kids, young adults (laughs) reading it, which is very cute because it is a board book or a picture book that is. (laughs) And it kind of tells the story from Genesis all the way to Revelation and how God has created us in his image and unites us, et cetera. But it's for this, that younger age. Well, as I have Mm. been talking at schools and, and talking to To kids, I'm often speaking to elementary-aged kids or teenagers about these concepts, and I thought, okay, Lord, is Mm -hmm. there a chance for a resource? Is there a need for a resource for that next step, that next age up? Mm -hmm. And so, Creative God, Colorful Us, is that Um, the first book, God's Very Good Idea, was birthed out of a I I was doing a Sunday school lesson for at my local church and that's where that started. Mm. A lot of my material starts from the local church setting and I'm really grateful for that and just how the Lord um does that and he's so good to do that. But this is me thinking, okay, how can that next generation or or the the kid who's growing up um and thinking of these concepts? How can yeah. they be served? And I really love this because it's it's almost like a Bible study as well. So they're looking at Scripture and answering mm-hmm. questions mm-hmm. and digging into God's Word about these topics.
0: And what is the journey of going through writing this book and sharing with your children about gospel unity? What's it looked like in your family?
2: In my family, mm-hmm. well, you know, it's interesting because I am in a interracial marriage. So I'm married to a white man and. His he he's from his family's from England, so he would say he's uber white. <laughs> he's, I'm just kidding. He's, a, but he's from his family's from England, <laughs> and so <laughs> and so, um, so. It's always been an important part of our family and our marriage is to think, okay, well, how do we want to raise our children to to see mm-hmm. themselves as God has created them as. In his image and to also see the world that way and to understand how God reconciles us to one another. So it has been an important Mm -hmm. aspect of our marriage and of our uh, raising our children since we we had children. So 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 how does it look Mm -hmm. like in our our family Um, from a really young age? We would talk about how God. God created you. God created you in his image. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. God created mm-hmm. you to reflect aspects of him. And mm. and so from age, gosh, I, at three, we started to instill that idea mm-hmm. that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And then by the age of, have maybe around six, well, by the age of four, my my kids started to recognize, especially Weston, <laughs> that they look different than mommy. And Weston would say he was, mm. he's peach. That's how he would identify himself. His color was peach. <laughs> and mommy was brown. And daddy was peach. Because <laughs> he was very light. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so mm. he was peach. And so, and so then, by the time they're Seven or so their kid their friends started to notice that mommy and dad their mom and dad look different and Mm. they were like oh wait oh wait and ask questions and they're starting to recognize the learned concepts of segregation so what happened in our history so we're starting to now talk about racism Mm. um that people sometimes yeah. don't love one, love you or like you just based on the color of your skin and how yeah. the what does the gospel say about that so we're teaching the gospel how does god um what does it mean that jesus he died on cross bearing the wrath that we deserve and that he died for every mm-hmm. tribe tongue and nation that anyone who believes so what mm-hmm. does that mean so so it's a it's it's an age-appropriate journey into, But it has mm-hmm. been very practical in our home because we've we've had to we've we've had to teach that. Yeah. um, And and that's why I wanted to write these tools, because for some families, they really do have to, but they don't think they have to or mm. because they don't necessarily experience it the way that my family does and did. Mm. But it is essential yeah. that we're instilling these things into our kids early and constantly because i often say that either we're going to be teaching our children or the culture will be so who who do we want to teach the culture Mm -hmm. or ourselves and so that's yeah why we are proactively involved in teaching and equipping
0: yeah
1: yeah so like with with talking to our children about what it means to be created right in god's image uh what would be the biblical context Right, that we can point to, or that we can point them to, right, to help up, to help all of us understand what that means.
2: Yes, you can start at the beginning, at Genesis one. So mm-hmm. God created us in his image. He created male and female, and he set us apart from the animals, and we're the only ones with his image. And so that's where we can start. Mm -hmm. We are created to reflect him, and it was God's idea. It's not something we came up with. So that's pretty special and encouraging if we Mm -hmm. really think about it, if we sit back and think about it. So that's where I would start, Genesis 1. And then I believe it's Psalm 119 that says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made by God, but there are so many um scriptures that reference God's intimate um nature, his intimate, his intimacy with us, and mm. that he numbers the hairs on our head, he knows us intimately, he he draws near to us. There's so much. But Genesis 1 is where you start. That's where the foundation is, is in creation, which is essential for us to understand and to try to grasp as I think as adults as well and teach our children and that and that also helps us to view other people well mm-hmm. if if god has given us his image image if god has created us to reflect him then shouldn't that inform the way that we view other people It should. And so I believe starting there with God in creation before the fall. Mm -hmm. So he said it was good. And then he said it was very good. Right. Really informs the way that not only do we view ourselves, but we view our neighbor.
0: Mm. And what about God creating us to be different, but also wanting us to be in unity together? What do you think that says about God? What does it reveal about who God is and his desires for us?
2: Yeah. So. You know it's really interesting. Um are you asking me different from the animals or different from one another? Because Di- we are creative. Yeah, different from one another too. Yeah. You know, I think God is so creative. He is mm-hmm. a cre- creative God and it I think he's generous and mm-hmm. his <laughs> that yeah. he's he had yeah, he didn't give one um group or ethnic background all mm-hmm. the gifts or yeah. or We're all created uniquely, and Mm -hmm. all created with with a thoughtful thoughtfulness. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if this is scientifically true or not, but (laughs) (laughs) what I'm about to say (laughs) could be debunked. Go ahead, (laughs) (laughs) all sciences, you can do that. Um, But isn't there something like there are no cells that are the same or something? I don't know. There's something Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, that's how creative God is, and so I think with with that in mind. Um, we should rejoice. And mm-hmm. and I think that's why in Corinthians, when Paul is writing about the church, he says there's there's a body with many parts, and we're all needed. Mm-hmm. And we can't all be the head, and we can't all be right. the arm, and we can't mm. like we are needed in the body and the mm-hmm. local church because we're diverse. We're mm-hmm. so different. And so that was God's doing. He's given us different gifts, different skin colors, different cultures, and we're all made to reflect him, which Mm -hmm. is unique, and we're all needed in the body and in order for the body to function well. Well, Mm -hmm. that tells us a lot about the need for our unity in diversity, not Mm -hmm. uniformity, not -hmm. that we all have to think the same or be the same, but that we are unified under in the Lord uh, with all of our diverse gifts and um, backgrounds.
0: Yeah. And I think like not even in nuclear families, personal families, but even the broader church family, like having gifts and abilities that are different allows us to create a more full picture of who God is. Yes. And it gives us a broader image for even those looking from the outside in of oh God is creative and God has, you know, created people to do different things. Maybe like you're actually creative in like an arts way, or maybe you're creative in other ways, but like He is still the creator of all things, and he has made all these people come together and be as one church body or as one nuclear family and being able to reflect him and reflect who he is just through our different gifts and abilities. Yes. Amen. Have your kids or maybe kids in your your life when you have taught about this subject asked any like really insightful questions that reveal their heart towards gospel unity? And like that. Yes. Kids are just like they want that.
2: Absolutely. Actually, the only reason that I wrote a book was the response of one child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was teaching a Bible study lesson on this idea, and I wrote the lesson. I was looking for some curriculum, but it didn't include everything that I wanted. (laughs) So I wrote it. (laughs) And after I taught it, so this is before I had any uh, kids' book, I had an adult book on this topic, but not a kids' book. Um, After I was done, one of my friends called me and said her daughter um, was so excited thinking about my daughter because Mm. she said, Sydney, that's my daughter's name. She said, Sydney, she's not just my friend. She's my sister. (laughs) That's so sweet. Yeah, it was the absolute sweetest thing ever. And I thought, okay, Lord, if this young little heart, young little four-year-old, five-year-old, four or five-year-old could connect it could understand oh wait when we trust in the finished work of jesus christ and become well, when we become a christian we are adopted into his family mm-hmm. and we are not strangers but we are now brothers and sisters in christ we are in adopted into a new family if she can understand the doctrine of adoption <laughs> 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 then we can maybe there's yeah. something here lord and it, it, it There was something there. Mm-hmm. So but that is absolutely. Um, I thought it was just really encouraging. And um, though it wasn't an insightful question, it was an understanding yeah. of something I was teaching. Mm-hmm. And then um, a, a lot of questions I get are a little bit more philosophical for my kids. They're questions mm. like, well, if, <laughs> is is that how they sound? <laughs> pretty much. Wait, if you ever talk to my son now, pretty much, he's like, "Well, actually, you know." But he—they'll ask questions like, "If God has all power, why did He create Satan?" Mm-hmm. You know, like you're like, mm-hmm. "Why?" He knew Satan was gonna fall. Mm-hmm. Why did that happen? And those are the questions I get, and so I have to—I have a lot of digging into. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then. I also I taught at a high school once and I was teaching all of these high school students and I was um, sharing a a, I think I was teaching kind of on Ephesians 2 and it was the principal he came (laughs) up to me and in front of his teacher I couldn't I will never forget this because it wasn't it wasn't the goal. I wasn't thinking about him. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the students. He came up to me and repented. Oh, my God. Wow. He repented of partiality. Mm. And so I'm I'm talking about what the gospel does in Ephesians 2. But then I'm bringing in James and how we can struggle with the sin of partiality, which works against Ephesians 2. And he confessed how he he, in his admissions process... Mm. struggled with being partial to certain a certain group and and he would he would wow. judge harshly a certain a group wow. and we i was like well uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> praise <laughs> the
2: lord that the holy spirit yeah. worked in your heart that mm. was not yeah. i wasn't even thinking about you that mm-hmm. was the spirit of god mm. and so that to me i think i'm just going to keep sharing until the mm-hmm. lord takes me because he He does that. He does that work of grace and he does what I'm not expecting because he's Mm -hmm. so good and he loves us so much that he would reveal where we've gone wrong or something insightful and beautiful like we're brothers and sisters in Christ Mm -hmm. because he's that good. So,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, Again, depending on when we're going to align this episode with the rest of the season, this is like the second time that we've heard right someone either writing something or writing a book because of something a child did right mm-hmm. so all of us who underestimate yeah. what children are thinking or saying we probably need to be listening a little <laughs> bit more so i think i need to be uh, listening to trey more just in case he has something <laughs> profound to say i can Ooh. write it down and write a book about it so
2: oh oh <laughs> yeah I can Wait to to you... how old is he Three. Three. Oh, yeah as your babies grow they are going to teach you more mm. about life mm. And about God than you could ever imagine. I have learned so much from trying to figure out. I, they are an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that's, <laughs> a that's a good term. That's a good term.
2: They know. Mommy doesn't quite know what she's doing, but she's trying. And daddy. But we are. No, I'm, I'm part teasing, part not. Yeah. But but I have learned so much. And I've had to die dig into the work like what do i really believe mm-hmm. and they challenge me they yeah. challenge me to if i'm professing something but doing something else they will call you on it <laughs> they're like yes. mom you're you're really fearful right now Oof. i'm you know and i'm like okay you're right <laughs> <laughs> anyways different topic different you know yes. episode but yes you will learn you can I don't know. I wonder if that's partly why Jesus says have faith like a little child. I mean, mm-hmm. we, yeah. you will learn so much from your kids. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. He just, he just got into the uh, asking questions about everything phase. <laughs> and he just started to ask us about God. And mm-hmm. that I think like caught Lauren and I off guard just yeah. because, well, he's probably a little way off before he starts to ask us about God. So but, yeah.
0: So we thought, <laughs> So we thought,
1: but you know, God does have a sense of humor. So mm. a couple weeks ago, um and and i think this is because he he went up in the next age group in sunday school and so it's more like hands-on stuff as Mm -hmm. opposed to just like playing you know for (laughs) an hour and a half or whatever and he asked well lauren because i was not in the back seat in the car i was driving the car thankfully well (laughs) he asked lauren you know where's where is god and yes lauren had to i was
0: like (laughs) I paused for a long time i was like oh oh my gosh um
1: lauren's like well (laughs) let me
2: think about this how do i say this yeah okay Mm -hmm. this exact question came from my son at age four and i tell this story all the time because i was driving this is so mm. funny maybe kids do this kind of yeah. thing in the group. Yeah. <laughs> but he was four and i was driving and he actually told me and he's to this day he is a philosopher he has a philosopher's mm-hmm. mind so um he said, I don't believe you when I was talking about no. God. It's so, a mm-hmm. four-year-old. I don't believe you. And I said, Well, what do you mean? And he said, Well, where is God? Mm-hmm. And I was like, All right, I don't have an answer. Lord, <laughs> can you show up in a burning bush? I need you to <laughs> re- <laughs> <Stop right> now. <laughs> but but what I I mean, I told him, Well, I can't um I can't make God appear. But he's real and one day I pray that you'll believe. And mm-hmm. I just spouted off gospel truth Mm. and said okay and he said okay all right whatever (laughs) you say i didn't have anything else (laughs) but what the (laughs) lord did for me at that moment he freed me from trying to save them Mm. i i at that moment realized i cannot save my i can't i cannot save my kids Mm. and that burden was lifted because at that moment i realized oh it faith is a gift. Mm-hmm. God, you're gonna have yes. to reveal yourself. You're yes. gonna have to make my son believe. I can't. Yeah. And it has been. It was just. It's been a delight because to yeah. just talk about the Lord and leave it to Him. Yeah. Anyways, so there. I hope that encourages you. But that is so funny. In the car, they, they're
0: doing their deep thinking. Yeah. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they yeah. are. He had, yeah. And later in the conversation, he said, "Well, why can't we see him?" And I was like, <laughs> "You know, <laughs> I. <laughs> this is okay." <laughs> I was like, I don't know, but don't we're know. gonna have to I wait. We'll have to wait.
1: <laughs> one day you'll you can ask. Yeah, me.
0: <laughs> one day you will
1: see him. I'll yes. become yes. sight. until then, we'll just keep praying. I don't yeah,
0: know. <laughs> that's right. It's like, yeah, you have to have faith, but uh, yeah, you're three, so we'll we'll keep working on it with him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love kids. They're so sweet. They are. Uh, what's one thing that you would want every kid to know about how God calls us to love one another in unity?
2: Yeah, there's a few things. So I'm sorry, I'm not going to give you no, one. No, that's okay. The one th- one thing is, you know, it's interesting. I was just having a conversation with my f- almost 14-year-old girl. Uh, and she said, uh, I want to cry thinking about it. She said, I really want to love people like Jesus mm. loved those who crucified him. Mm. Oh, wow. And I was like... Well, (laughs) you know, I just think the reality is this is that it's hard. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to have people who are going to be unkind to us. Mm -hmm. And this is for really little children. They're going to have to learn quickly. Okay, what does it mean to 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 be um, like Jesus in a world that's not? Or around Mm -hmm. people who are unkind, who are unloving. So we're going to have to be um, people who forgive, Mm -hmm. people who um, bear with one another, who are patient, who are kind, who are gentle. So that to me is a hard lesson. And it really is going to start with if you have siblings, that relationship Mm -hmm. is a good place to start teaching that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) like. How do you? Hey, how do you forgive and love, and how should you communicate? Um, and then it will go outside of the home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it goes there quickly because kids are human, like we are, and we're going to wrong each other, and and we're going to sin against each other, and um, and learning to forgive and to love and to be forbearing and to is hard, yeah. and so that I think is one one lesson and in the in the church um i think for parents to it you're gonna have to exercise that because mm-hmm. i think adults don't get this very well either <laughs> yeah <laughs> no we don't we get wrong in the yeah. church and we're like oh. bye <laughs> yes <laughs> see you never mm-hmm. and so that is kind of something that mike if 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 we don't emulate that kind of if and we don't They don't see it exercised Mm -hmm. and um, in our lives, they're gonna, it's gonna be hard for them to do it also. So with everything that I'm teaching children and everything that I'm writing, I want to be doing Mm -hmm. and exercising and it's hard. I have to die to self and sin all the time. Yeah. But same thing with parents. If we want to instill these things in our kids, we need to be doing it. So we've got to ask our own hearts, okay. Where have I gone wrong here? Mm -hmm. And where do I need to repent? And the scriptures say, if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us Mm -hmm. and to purify. So we got to confess it Mm -hmm. and repent and turn and change. And then it will help as we're teaching our kids.
0: Yeah. Well, Thank you so much, Trillia, for being with us today and sharing with us. Where can people find out more about you, any resources or tools and get
2: your books. Yeah. I had the easiest place is my website, <laughs> okay. trillianubel.com. So if you can spell my name, you can find it. <laughs> Which is the hardest thing. Right? <laughs> so trillianubel.com, you'll you'll be able to find all my resources there.
0: Yeah, and we'll link them in the show notes as well. So shout out to Moody Publishers. That's right. That's right. And uh, thank you to the listener for joining us this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars reviews only. And Trillia
1: will come for you. And comments.
0: That's how you're gonna get the love. That's how you're gonna show us you are united with us is five star reviews. And episodes drop every Wednesday, so come back here next Wednesday, and we'll have a new episode for you.
1: And Trillier, again, thank you so much for talking with us today. Um, with all of our episodes, we'd like to end with a benediction. So if you'd please join us in that. To him who is able to do far more than we can understand, may he give us the wisdom to raise our children to first love God above all else and love others as themselves. Go in peace.